If inflation, a border crisis, staffing and supply shortages, a housing bubble on the verge of popping, and a student debt crisis looming aren't enough problems at home, why not start a war? We're already funding the war in Ukraine. We're already sending aircraft carriers to Israel. Why not stir up some trouble in Syria while we're at it? For the third time in three weeks, the U.S. has launched an airstrike against Syria. The attacks were directed by President Biden. These targets held Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, which is responsible for repeated rocket and drone launches against facilities housing U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria. In fact, U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria have been hit 46 times since October 17th. At least 56 troops have been injured. First of all, not cool to blow up U.S. troops. Let me put that on the record before someone thinks I'm making light of the situation. But sweet baby Jesus, what are we even doing in the Middle East after all this time? I mean, I know America's fetish for raising hell in the Middle East is nothing new. In fact, it's one of our most expensive and deadliest pastimes, but can we get beyond it? We originally got entangled with Syria in 2014. Since then, we've conducted periodic airstrikes and have maintained hundreds of troops in the country. It all started as part of a broader counterterrorism effort against the Islamic State and Al-Qaeda. And of course, we've stayed because it makes defense contractors rich. Nearly 4,500 U.S. troops have died since we entered Iraq in 2003. Another 100,000 Iraqi civilians have been killed. More than 1 million airmen, soldiers, sailors, and Marines have served in the country. In 2011, after nearly nine years, the last active combat troop left Iraq. We spent $800 billion from the U.S. Department of the Treasury. Military operations between 2003 and 2021 emitted 98 to 122 million metric tons of carbon dioxide. But if you factor in Syria, too, the outcome and outlook is far more grim. Combined, the wars in Iraq and Syria have resulted in the death of more than half a million people and has cost nearly $3 trillion, with a T, dollars. This figure includes cost to date, estimated at about $1.79 trillion, as well as the cost of veteran care through 2050. It's estimated... It's estimated that millions may have also died due to indirect causes, like preventable diseases. More than 7 million people are currently refugees. Nearly 8 million people are internally displaced within Iraq and Syria. Sadly, the U.S. just kept doubling down, even though plans always backfired. The Islamic State rushed in and seized territory in both Iraq and Syria. So in 2014, we ramped up military operations. Although President Bush started the war... President Biden has decided to continue it. In March of this year, the Biden administration requested nearly $400 million for counter-Islamic state funds for fiscal year 2024. Get that? We started a war in Iraq that created ISIS. So now more than 20 years later, we are still paying for it. Literally. When our invasion of Iraq backfired into ISIS, we decided we would get it right this time and solve it all in Syria. Well, it's been nearly a decade since we entered that country. Our troops are still in Syria and they're still in Iraq. We're still getting attacked. So again, instead of pulling out and moving on, we decided to do more airstrikes. Now, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. 
So here's my question. If America is insane, can we all get some meds? Because I don't think anyone wants to go through the next election cycle unmedicated. Thanks for listening to Overnet Opinions. Be sure to tune in next Sunday night for an all-new episode. In the meantime, be sure to follow the Ladies Love Politics channel on TikTok, Instagram, True Social, Twitter, and Brady on Social.